Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Here we go. State of origin. A new year of origin is finally here. I've been talking about this for ages. This is amazing. It's we all remember how it ended last time. It's a clearing. Oh! Well, this year, Freddie's gone all in. But what could be his last hurrah? Here comes Pippa. New South Wales have won it. While for Queensland, the tried and tested pick and stick has gone out the window. Queensland! It's a miracle! Oh, yeah! Pongu, gone. Capewell, gone. Welsh, gone. Gay guy, gone. They're not easy decisions to make, but they're made for the right reasons. Billy's gone mad. But we all know what Origin is truly about. Guy went in with a, got a pin and elbow. You are off. We've got Gordon Tallis being sick. It's not about being the most skillful. Well, they've come from everywhere like it was almost a rehearsal. Not about who's the best on paper. Rolls are broken out. Simply put, it's just about finding a way to win. Look at the eyes of Bella. Oh, fire it up. Any. Oh, Guyer and Lewis. Way. They're mouthing off on each other. You can. For you, your team, but most importantly, your state. It's Australia's greatest rivalry. New South Wales versus Queensland. Great mates at Ream and Maccas. Triple M, Brock's Origin. Welcome to the Origin Rumble. Two hours out from Game 1, <laughs> New South Wales v Queensland in the City of Churches on the Adelaide Oval. Liam Flanagan here, joined by two men who know exactly what this game and this series is all about. This bloke played for Queensland 20 times. He captained them. He's won Man of the Match Awards. He is the Raging Bull, Gordon Tellus. How are you, Gordy? Good evening, gents. How good is it? Oh, how good is it? <laughs> I love it. MG, your opener is outstanding. <laughs> Couple of shots taken there against the Queensland side and then opener two. This man, the Wild Panther, involved in one of the most iconic moments in state of origin history back in the early nineties. MG, how are you feeling? Mate, I'm 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 fantastic actually, as Gordy. Like, when you come to us like that, it's um we as ex players know exactly what these guys are you know, especially Gordy who played a lot more origin than I did. You know exactly what these guys are thinking. Yeah. You know, they're they're a couple of hours out from a game of of basically where you're putting your you're pushing your body to limits that, quite frankly, you didn't know you could, and the expectation. Um, I'm in Adelaide as we speak. I it's starting to build. When I first arrived yesterday, the plane ride down was was jovial, and there was f- supporters from both camps uh, on the plane. Um, by the end of the flight, the two hour flight, and maybe six cans in their belly, they got a little bit rambunctious. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's what we live for. It's it's this this has become. The pinnacle of our game for a reason. It's because after 43 years, you still can't separate the teams. I look yeah. at these teams and I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win, Gordy. Yeah, it's it is the only dressing room that you can't prepare for what's going to happen out there. <laughs> like, like you sit there and it's just the eerie feeling. Like grand finals, you go and you sit down and you've watched those guys for 30 weeks, right? You've That's played right. against them. You watch them the last six weeks. You're running out now. You pick the team, how they've combined. What style they're going to play? They can change on the run. It's thirty-four of the best players, all super fit, going at each other. And you sit there, 
a bit nervous, but you just got to be prepared for everything. So it's a, it's a, it's the greatest feeling I think as an athlete when you, when you think you're prepared, but you don't know. So you, you don't know whether you're good enough. You don't know whether you're prepared enough. You don't know whether your style is going to win or what they're going to throw at you. And that's, and that's what makes it so exciting because people can predict now and they predict score lines and that, but they actually don't know. And sometimes you don't know 75 minutes out, 75 no. minutes into the game. Let's talk about your mob, MG. Brad Fittler n- trying to win the Shield back. They they come into this, even though they're favourites going into tonight's game, they are the underdogs. They're the ones trying to win this back after a series loss last year. As I mentioned in the opener, I mean, Freddie's gone chips in. You know, he's he's basically picked players like Tavita Pengo Jr., like Hudson Young, um, like Nico Hines, these guys who are, who are making their debuts tonight. I'm not sure Freddie would have picked them a couple of years ago. I, I think he knows there's a couple of instances that happened in the series last year. Obviously, Tino on, um, on Matty Burton uh, that I believe they weren't too happy with, uh, more so the lack of New South Welshmen in that picture. Um, look, and this is, this is intriguing because we know what type of player Tavita Pengai Jr. is. We know he's, we know he's aggressive. We know he's got an offload. We know he can hit hard. But in this arena tonight, it's going to push him to a limit that he never knew he had. And it's either going to make or break him. It's either going to make, he's either going to come out of it one of the best forwards on the field tonight or he's going to say to himself, I'm still not ready to play Origin. That's an intriguing, that's, <laughs> an, that's a fascinating conundrum to watch tonight, him, him starting the game. And I, look, myself and Gordy spoke off air about do we think there's any changes to the, the starting lineup? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I think these 17, especially the forwards, um, yeah. the forwards are very similar to their bench players. So I don't care who starts because no, I know it's going to be very physical for for the 80 minutes. So it doesn't matter. There's no there's no warming up period in Origin anymore. It goes for 79 minutes. Um, I, I, I think Latrell's a loss. I, I think I really do. I think um, he's been in such fascinating form that he is a a person that you got your eyes on every time he's on the field and not having him takes a bit of the X factor away. But saying that in the same breath, Stephen Crichton's form this year, I think has been career best. I think he's been, I've never seen him play as good as he's playing this year or, or more as consistent. And that gives Penrith six representations, uh, six rep- representatives mm-hmm. in this, in this team, which, you know, you look at and go, okay, well there's, there's harmony, there's cohesion. These, they've won two comps in a row. They know exactly what their players are going to do. So these peripherals, like the Hudson Youngs and the Davida Pengai Juniors and the Payne Houses, get on the back of these Penrith boys and gallop away. Because um, I, I like Api Korosau at dummy half. I think he's going to be real dangerous for uh, for Queensland tonight. He Especially, you know, five or ten metres out from the Queensland line. And likewise, Harry Grant when he comes on as well. Um, it's just got... It's just everywhere across the field I look. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited by the Fox being back. I'm excited by Tommy Trebojevic in the centres. I'm excited by Jerome Luai, you know, fighting his way back into this side when basically a couple of weeks ago it looked like he was gone. So, uh, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what kind of leadership James Tedesco has tonight because everyone who watches rugby league knows that James Tedesco hasn't quite been himself this year. Well, tonight it starts again. The season for James Tedesco restarts tonight. I think he's going to be right up there when it comes to look, talking about the uh, the man of the match honours after the game. Gordy, yeah. you, there are a couple of little smirks and, and little giggles there as MG was, was raving about his blues. Do you think Tavita's ready for origin? We'll find out. <laughs> we will. Right, so I rang, right? So Tavita Pengai 
was the all chips in. It's it's the Joker card. Like you know when you play cards and someone puts a Joker in the pack and it's there and it trumps everything. He can be that, or mm. the card can be meaningless if it gets held in your hand. I think Tavita Pangai Junior. We all know what he can do. Like I watched him play against the Roosters a couple of years ago. I've watched him play five games. I watched him beat up Tamalola. But that's not every week. No. That's not state of origin. And i tell you what's going to happen tonight. I think what I would be doing to my Queensland forward pack, i go, who wants to get bruises off him? So if I'm standing there, I'm Billy Slater. I said, they've picked this guy. They think in 20 minutes he's going to win them the origin. Who's going to run and get bruises off him? And I think if he does 10 tackles in the first five or six minutes, where's his gas? Mm. Where's his repeat effort? That's what... That's what, you know, going into an origin and the unknown. You know what I mean? Like, and I got, he's not Mark Guy. Like, then, MG, you were at the top of your game playing for Australia, winning grand finals when they picked you. This guy is playing for the Bulldogs down the bottom, and they think that he's, like, to me, they think he's you. And I didn't want to laugh. I didn't want to show him disrespect. Mm. But you think you can come on in a state of origin and beat a team? If we pick someone and go, oh, mate, he's going to come on in 20 minutes, New South Wales would laugh. It's an 80-minute game, and Luttrell is a big loss because there's only so many people, and I hear, obviously, I, you know, you just hear the legend of Arthur Beaton, but they said when he first started strapping his arm, it was just like a warrior. Mm. The first time he got dressed in the Queensland dressing room, a lot of those, Melmaninga turned 20 on the night. Then it got handed to Wally Lewis, and they said no matter how Wally was playing at club level in Brisbane, when he walked in, and, the, and then everybody would like watch him pull up his socks and tie up his boots, and then they got... Confidence. I think Latrell is that player. I yeah, think yeah. I think Latrell has gone to that level that when they sit in the dressing room, when they go to training, sometimes you just sit and you're just watching. You're in awe, and that's what New South Wales are going to lack tonight. But it's it's a knife edge. I think the forward pack are really even. I think we've got we've got it over them in having two number nines because you know being out there for eighty minutes in the middle, if they don't have the ball up, he's going to do a lot of work. I think Payne has is arguably the best forward on the field. But he's playing against a couple of teammates there and Flegler and Carrigan that'll probably want to chop him down because mm. I remember playing against Lazo, you know, um, and Teddy's been out of form. And then they had, like, New South Wales, obviously their back five were better than ours. But now with Luttrell out, it evens it up a little bit, but it comes down to the kicking game. Let's talk about this Queensland side, though, Gordy. Billy yep. Slater, the accusation is... Queensland have abandoned the pick and stick. Dane uh, Gagai's gone. Caelan Ponga's gone. Kirk Capewell's gone. Yep. And there's a bloke who's never played Origin before at Reese Walsh starting at fullback. Well, he got picked a couple of years ago and he pulled his hamstring in the captain's run. So he was always going to be an Origin player. Um, with Gagai, um, I was surprised, right? But when you realise he's 32 and the stats come out, he missed 19 tackles last series, right? New South Wales, you know why they're so... Why are they so disappointed of like us leaving him out? <laughs> why are they? Why? Why are they so obsessed with this one player? We are loyal. He's played twenty-two Origins, right? I think that's probably ninety percent more than any other New South Wales guy. So he's had a pretty good Origin career. He's thirty-two, and Dane Gagai. I don't think he's played his last Origin. Well, I hope he hasn't. But he missed eight tackles, seven tackles, and five tackles in his in his three outings before the side was picked. So, Dane, I want him to be dirty. I want the fire in his belly to be there, and that's what you want from your players. Um, but Reese Walsh, I, 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 I love the way Anthony Minichello said that I'd bomb him and bash him, you know, and that's what came across 360 last night. 
I love that because he's got to get tested. Yeah. Everybody, everybody got tested. Darren Lockie, his first test match, he got beaten up bad by the Kiwis. You see Billy Slater. So the only thing that gives me confidence is one, he's a really – actually, not the only thing. He's a tough kid. He's Don't let the pretty face fool you. Like a bit like Andrew Enninghouse, and he was a pretty little kid. But, God, he was tough. He never yep. missed tackles. He put his head in everywhere. That's what Reese will do. And he's got someone like Billy Slater. And I reckon Billy sees this kid the closest to him. He attacks the footy. Yes, he makes mistakes. But he goes at it 100 miles an hour. So having Billy in your corner, it would be like when I was there and you had someone like Rod Reddy and Arthur Beaton telling you how to use your body and work out. He's got the best guy in his corner. I think – I. Th- I think the difference for us is going to be the number nine. I really do. I think that if our forward pack can hold their forward pack and they've got a great forward pack, if our kicking game pins them in the corners, what we do, no one likes coming off their own trial line. No one. No one in the world. You've got to bite down on your mouth guard. I think Harry Grant and Ben Hunt can be the difference. I really do believe that. And then I think everything else is pretty even. I like our halves. I like our spine. Um, there's a bit of an unknown on, you know, with – Gilbert defending on an edge and David Fafita, but David Fafita's been in career best form. And if he's ever going to shine at Origin, it's tonight. MG, do you buy into the, the, the abandoning of the pick and stick for Queensland? Do you think that's part of the narrative? Do you think that Billy's gone away from what has made Queensland or the fabric of this Origin side? Oh, no. No, no. No, I, I, no. I, Billy's, Billy's the best player in this position that's ever played for a reason. He's very thorough. Um, and I, um, what Gordy wrote off then about uh, Dane Gagai, of, of course, you know, the, the missed tackles. I, I thought that he might have been given an opportunity to play his way out of a jersey in, in Queensland. We always know that he, get, he lifts. But saying that, you could be on the back of, you know, Tommy Trebojevic or, um, you know, Crichton going through him five or six times and, and running yeah. away the game. So there's no, look, I, I don't think they've abandoned anything. I don't, I, you know, um, Welsh has been out for 12 months with a knee injury. Um, you know, get, Ponga, every time he gets the ball these days, even for his club side, I, sh- I shudder. Yeah, I reckon it was a relief bit, with Carl and Ponga, MG. Yeah, like, mate, yeah. like then with the HIA now and then watching him get two games. He had had, like, everybody, he's had two games in the last 10 months. Yeah, he could And he's got knocked body. out. And then they weren't, and he played good against the Titans. Don't bash my beautiful Titans up, but <laughs> but but if he'd had six great weeks and he played against Penrith and Melbourne Storm and South and Broncos yep, yep. and gone down to Raiders Raiders on a cold night, he's he gets picked no matter what. But he didn't have that. Yep. And then on Capewell, well, he's playing busted. He's playing yep. really busted. He's like he's got an injury. He's got he's got something yeah. wrong with him. So um, I, I think exactly what Gordy said about Tavita Pengai Junior. You could say the same thing about Dave Fafita. That's the unknown. Oh, look, he's. When he makes, when he's just got to make ten or eleven, twelve tackles in a row, we all know how barnstorming he is. He can, he's probably the only forward in the game that can score a, a try from eighty meters out um, and run away from wingers. He is a, he's a definitely an X factor. But will they target him like New Queensland will target Tavita Pengai Junior? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you better you better hope so. Repeat well, you, efforts. You, you, exactly. You got to you got to make the big boys tired, and that's 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 one hundred and one rugby league. Yeah. Hey Liam, and I've been waiting all week. I've waited. Pretty much 10 days. You know they say that our loyalty's gone, right, and all that? Yeah. Tavita Pangai, three years ago, wanted to play for Queensland. <laughs> he did. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah. 
So <laughs> let's, 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 go, let's go to a break. That's a mic drop. If I had a mic, <laughs> if I had the money to break MG's breakfast mic, I'm breaking it right now. We've got four first gamers tonight. Uh, oh. Reese Walsh, Nico Hines, Tavita Pangai Jr. and Hudson Young. Let's. I want to hear right. your, you tell your origin rookie stories. Origin, you go. Right, was in Melbourne, right? So I pretty much the same feeling as these guys. Obviously, you want to play your first origin at Lang Park or Sydney, right? But mine was June 6, 1994 at the MCG. But I remember the week. I was so excited. I just mm. – Wally Lewis's coach, Mel Meninga's captain, Trevor Gilmeister, Steve Walters, Alan Langer, Kevin Walters, Steve Renouf, Michael Hancock, Willie Kahn. Like, it was a star – like, to me, it was a star. Gary Larson, Billy Moore, I was, like, in awe, right? So I go in there. And it was a great week. You know, you get the clubs. Like, everything's free, MG. It was the first yeah. time. First yeah. time in my, in like, in history. And I remember, like, sleeping in my tracksuit and shit yeah. because I just wanted to put on Queensland stuff. That And and Liam, to paint the picture, Queensland State of Origin was the first ever Queensland side I ever represented. So it was wow. a big That's moment. the first side you got picked for. The first ever Queensland team I made was State oh of Origin. Gosh. So... It was a big moment. And then we get there, right? So all the training week and all that and the bonding session, it's all cool. But then we're sitting there and Wally Lawson's addressed, like he's addressing us. And we've done the warm up and there's there and it's about, mate, this is what we're going to do. This is where there. And then I'm sitting next to Alan Langer. And at the time he was the world's best player. He'd won the 92, 93 grand final. This is 94. He was still in great form, Alf. Like he's arguably the best player in the world. And I've had the greatest week. I'm about to run on. I'm going to do this because they build us up and this is what we're going to do. And Elf just starts spewing. Oh. Just starts spewing. And I had what? a brand new pair of Nikes on. He spewed all over him, but I couldn't move him, right? Because <laughs> Wally Lewis is talking. So I can't move my boot. I'm thinking, shit, you're just spewing on my good Nikes here, Elf. But then you've got to be focused. You're like, you're like, you know that world, MG, where you're in here. You can't just look at him and go, mate, what are you doing? You're the world's best player. But at that moment, I just realized I'm not ready for this. Wow. I actually went, he knows something different mm. to what I don't know. And that's Elf. That was the internal pressure he put on himself, wow. but he knew what he was getting himself into. So I'm thinking, oh, this is the week in there, and it's just going to all fall into place. And then when I saw our greatest player do that and oh. show the nerves, mm. I, I actually had a little light bulb moment. I'm not ready for this. So... Fast forward, it, fast forward all my other games from that. That's what, how I had to, like, that's where mm. I'm saying that you prepare for something that you just can't prepare for. And anyone throw up on your boots, MG, in the, before no. game one? <laughs> no. I, 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 look, it's, it, that's a fantastic um, picture that Gordy pa- painted because even playing with uh, Alf in some Australian teams, it, it'd be the same. He'd be spewing yeah. everywhere before the game, and you go, what the hell? Yeah. Even when we went to the Kangaroo Tour before we played against teams like, you know, Lead, Leeds and Warrington and stuff. He just put that much pressure on himself to perform that he was a perfectionist. And he mightn't have thought, people mightn't have thought he was, but he was yeah. as far as footy goes. I remember mine um, like it was yesterday because I'm a bit like Gordy. I I, I wasn't ready. Um, I was 19. I went up to Lang Park. It was a dead rubber. So they picked all the young blokes, you know, myself and Laurie Daly, Brad Clyde, played our first games together. Um, it was the third game against this star-studded Queensland team, Gene Miles, uh, Mal Meninga, the Walt, Carrot Walters at dummy half. and um, I, I remember the week pretty vividly. I remember you know, things we did and everything. I know that Ian, Ian Roberts was my roommate. He, didn't, he, he slept a lot. I, I couldn't sleep 
Um, I was always that nervous dude who, who, you know, once midday came, they'd say, okay, boys, go to your rooms. We'll see you in the foyer at, you know, three thirty, four o'clock for a bus ride to the, to the game. Well, that four hours for mine was the worst of the day. I, I laid there and I thought, and, and I was thinking about scenarios. And then once we're at the game, obviously driving towards Caxton, you hear about this, this, this famous pub and about five k's out, you hear a then about a k out, you hear. It's like going over a hill and seeing this giant monster about to engulf you, and then, and all of a sudden the cans start hitting the windows with the overalls on and their pitchforks. Oh, it is, honestly, <laughs> it was such a buzz. I, I really feel for players these days who don't get that opportunity to do it because of the PC of the world. But that was something that stays with me forever. And what else stayed with me forever was the fact that. About two minutes before the game, you hear the two minutes New South Wales, and that That's is when so cool. I shit myself. Yeah, you do. I went. I saw Peter Kelly, my teammate. His eyes were rolling in the back of his head. Oh. He's going, and he's going. He could be stalk. He goes stalk. When you get out there, you just go hell for leather. And I went hell for leather, and I didn't touch the ball. For 17 minutes. I didn't make a tackle for eight minutes. I made five mistakes. Mm. Kerrod Walters and Gene Miles ran over me like a speed hump. I just, next minute was 36-6, and I'm getting replaced uh, by Alan Wilson on the sideline. I thought I was, but he, someone else got taken off. So I wanted to go off. I was yeah. playing that badly. I was that scared by this process. I thought I'd never play this again. Fast forward, I did. I was lucky enough to play a couple more games, but Hudson Young, Tavita Pengai Jr., Nico Hines, and Reese Walsh tonight. Yep. Go get them, boys. <laughs> yeah. And you, you know, mate, you made a couple of really good points because you chase the ball, don't you? Oh, like, like you chase it and you never get it, right? And the other thing, when you played your first game, I'd only just started shaving. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I only just started shaving when I was 19. Now I don't know where to stop. I've got to wear a gold chain so I know where to stop. <laughs> We've talked about both sides individually in the makeup of these teams, gents. We've heard some stories about what it was like when you guys first made your Origin today, Booze. Let's talk about this game specifically, though. I mean, for for we the forward battle, you two would oh. not look out of place in in this side. I mean, you've got Lindsay Collins and Tom Flegler and Tino on one side, and then on the other, you've got Payne Haas and Junior Balo and Tavita Pangai Junior. The firepower is immense in that front row for both sides. Is this is that where the battle starts not yet, tonight? Not. Not often both forward packs are like even. I remember when MG, they had him, Bradley, Clyde, Cardi, Rochi. Like they had a big pack and tongue Like, mate, New South Wales, and we'd have these little guys like Wally Fulton, Smith, Smith Brian Ebening, Marty Bella. Mm. Like there was these guys, and then, you know, someone like Mick McLean or Steve Jackson would come in, Gary Larson, Billy Moore. You know, like, I'm not teasing them out. I'm not bagging those guys, but New South Wales, they dominated the Australian team back then. And, you know, for the first time, and then... My era, I thought we had a pretty good forward pack with Webke, Petro, uh, myself, Thorny, Tony, Carroll. You know, but you know, but then it's the most even I've seen the forward packs. It is very even. You know, like you got, you know, the Ruben Cotters. You know, that's got really good fast feet that can just play high quality minutes. You know, you got Tino that won't take a backward step. You got the Banana Farmer and seriously, Tommy Flegler. You know. Yep. Mate, he owns improved. a banana farm and doesn't eat bananas. That's how crazy he is. <laughs> They're free. That's that's how crazy big Tommy Flegler is. And then you've got Payne Hass, who arguably can go down as probably one of the greatest front rowers ever to play our game, you know. And you've got Isaiah Yo, who's probably the best number 13. You've got Carrigan once again. You've got Cam Murray that wants to take that spot. You've got, you know, Liam Martin, 
that is a crazy guy. He's like the flegler, like they're just country yeah. boys that just, you it's know. It's a Mora Terrier. That's it. They just jump on the back of bulls for fun, you know, like so. So, like, and I think that this, and then they've got the X Factor in a David Fafita and a Pangai Jr. that just, you know, on their day can just blow the game wide open, you know, and then you, it, it's, it's going to be one there. There's no doubt. MG, do you think, how do you think Brad, Freddie will use Tavita? Do you think he'll start or do you think he'll bring him off the bench? Look, personally, I, I'd have him off the bench. I, I would have him off the bench because I would, I'd keep him away from that first 15 minutes or 20 minutes. I know they've, they've brought him in the team to be that, but um, this, this, is, this is frenetic. This first 15, 20 minutes tonight is frenetic. I, you know, I, I think Junior Polo would be the guy I'd start with. Yeah. I, I'd have him. I'd put someone. I, I'd mix it around a bit. I just would, I'd make some subtle changes just to keep him away from that first 15, 20 minutes because even when he's been playing for the doggies um, who are coming last, as Gordy mentioned earlier tonight, um, he's still doing it when he's maybe his second stint, when he's starting to make an impression on the game. It's like he gets his second win. Um, and well, in State of Origin, the second win sometimes doesn't come. You, 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 you're chasing it and you're chasing it. And you just go, that doesn't come. So I think, like Gordy said earlier, the, the dummy half is going to be fascinating how they use Nico Hines because there has been talk that New South Wales, when they want to give Appy a rest, if indeed they do give him a rest, They'll put Jerome Luai in at number nine, um, who did play a bit of junior footy as a number nine um, for, in the Penrith district, um, and then maybe put Nico in at 5'8". So, but then you've got someone who I'm really scared of as a New South Welshman who's coming off the bench. His name is Harry Grant. He does things on a footy field that I think already he's destined to be the best number nine that we've ever seen. Um, Abby Corusau has been probably the most consistent over the yeah. last three to four years, but Harry Grant has got that... Speed out of dummy half. He's got that guile that that if he hooks up with uh, Reese Welsh at fullback and 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 Munster, I'm going to be worried. the 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 fascination for mine tonight, but starts and stops with the two number thirteens. Um, both yeah. Isaiah is the best in in the world. Pat Carrigan's a bees, you know what behind him. Pat Carrigan has come on so well. He's a he's a guy that inspires his team. Isaiah is a guy who inspires his team. That it, when they talk, no one else no one else says a word. They just all listen. And I think tonight, whoever has the best game out of Paddy Carrigan and Isaiah, their state wins. Well, uh, Gordy MG's just named Harry Grant as a player that he fears yeah. in this Queensland side. He had to pick somebody in the Blues. That you that you will say not that you fear necessarily, but that alarm bells if if you see them with the football if they start to wind up tonight. Who's that player? Oh, they've got more than one. Well, pick a, pick a couple. Okay, then. so Happy Coruscant, his deception around the ruck is unbelievable, unbelievable the way that he hides the ball. So if they get a roll on, and he starts playing through the middle, you saw what he did with the Tigers. They broke a record, sixty six points in a match. Mm. Tedesco. Hasn't been James Tedesco all year, so I'm worried about that light bulb moment where he's just going to come back and play his best. And Tommy Trevojevic, he's one of the best players to play our game. Never ride off a champion and he'll never let you down. So there's the three. I like it. I love it. I love it. This is exciting. We've got we've got a Queensland legend making concessions about some players in the blue side that he's worried about. We've got the wild oh, panther. Listen, I wouldn't tell them to their face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling them. We're in an ad break, aren't we? <laughs> well, I tell you what. 
<laughs> I will give you a break because we are drawing ever closer to the start of this State of Origin Game 1. We've got the best Triple M lineup you've ever seen. The Kings in the box, Ryan Girdler there, Dan Ganane calling all the action. But here is a man who is the soundtrack to State of Origin for so many. He's the man who got the goosebumps, the chicken skin rolling for everybody over so many years. It is the legendary Gus Gould with one of his famous State of Origin pump-ups. And with all the Origin teams that I ever coached for New South Wales, I gave them the same message every time they left the dressing room just before kickoff. Trust yourself. Trust your teammates. Believe in yourself. Believe in your teammates. When you see it, do it. And when you do it, do it 100 mile an hour. No fear, no hesitation. These two teams have been in camp together for a week now. They've made promises. They're going to be with each other every step of the way. When these teams take the field tonight, they really will be brothers in arms. There you go. I'm in. I'm in fifth gear. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get rolling. Uh, hey, look, Gus has had his say, but I'm going to give you both the opportunity to go inside the sheds for a moment, and and on behalf of of your state, just have a few words to your team, MG, New South Wales of the Challengers. What are you saying to the players down there in the navy blue, not the sky blue? What are you saying to this team ahead of running around on Adelaide Oval in a little over an hour from now? Oh, you, you keep it short and sweet. You want to give them something that they're going to remember. I mean, um, I'll, I'd be I'd be pulling at the heartstrings as far as one day you're going to be sitting in your dressing room, uh, you're going to be sitting in your lounge room, boys at home with your grandkids, and they're going to ask you all about what State of Origin was like. You've got to make sure that every time you tell them a story that it was a positive one. You don't want any regrets. The regrets in this game, uh, we have enough of them, let alone if you're playing your last Origin game tonight, you don't want it to be a shit one. You, you want to go out there and make it a, uh, make it a, a bottler. So don't let anyone down, in, including yourself. Oh, they're ready. They're going. James Tedesco brings the boys into a huddle. Now, now, Gordy, we go to the oh. Queensland rooms. You're talking to this team. What are you saying? Boys, when you're a young kid, you know, you'd pick up the rugby league week and you'd buy a jersey and have a number on the back and you'd go to the footy the next day and you'd take the ball on a Thursday. Who did you want to be? Mm. Well, make sure every kid in Queensland wants to be you tomorrow. Boom. Let's go, no regret. No regrets in the New South Wales rooms. Inspire the future generation in the Queensland rooms. We are you ready. You two's talk. <laughs> Let's win the series tonight, boys. Let's go, baby. Game three. It's called a whitewash. <laughs> Gordon Tallis, the raging bull, a Queensland icon. Enjoy tonight's game. And to you, the Wild Panther, who is boots on the ground in the city of churches for this one, yeah. I'm hoping you enjoy it and New South Wales get the chocolates for your sake. Gordy, enjoy tonight. Will do. MG, go well. You too, boys. See Let's you. go, Blues. Triple M Footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.